0: I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. They want benign indifference. They want us drunk. We could be pets, we could be food, but all we really are is livestock. There are, of course, those who do not want us to speak. The world needs a wake-up call. We're
1: gonna phone it in.
0: to the Great Deception Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. Thanks for joining me. Today we have a different sort of episode. This one is basically me going on the, uh, like a psychiatrist couch for the paranormal with my good friend Nico from Upstate Unconventional. We did a little swap cast here and uh, Nico's Does a great job over at Upstate Unconventional. I've actually got a few guests from his show because uh, the interview and conversation was so interesting. So I highly recommend you guys go check out Nico's show over at Upstate Unconventional uh, because this episode is a little different. We get into some of my paranormal experiences, some of my recurring dreams, and some of my psychedelic experiences. And Nico, in the true paranormal professional manner that he does, was able to draw a connection to possibly one of my paranormal experiences where I viewed some 1800s characters to the work that I'm doing today with the World's Fairs and all my interest in the 1800s. So, man, he blew my mind with that one. And this was just a fun conversation from beginning to end. I hope you all enjoy it great conversation with my buddy Nico from Upstate
1: Unconventional. Enjoy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Upstate Unconventional. I'm your host Nico and tonight I have a very special guest. Uh, This episode has been almost five months in the making now. I started talking to this uh, fine gentleman back in August and trying to get him on my show since, and uh, I've been on his show a few times, the Monday Night Master Debaters. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to welcome my good friend, Matt. How are you tonight? Dude, this is long overdue, my friends.
0: We've been, (laughs) I was thinking about, I'm like, dude, we've been talking back and forth for five or six months now and haven't sat down and had a conversation. You know, we've been on multiple roundtables or or different podcasts together, but uh, yeah, dude, this is great. I'm I'm really yeah. looking forward to it, man. And, and then, I get to get out of the whole right now, Tartaria wild world, because we got some fun, like paranormal. And uh, I, I had a uh, hell of an interesting uh,
1: mushroom trip that uh, oof, it was like, man, and we'll get into that. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait to hear it. So just real quick, uh, I'm sure most of my audience knows who you are but just real quick for any new listeners just give them a little description about your show and how you got into this community and then we'll jump into some paranormal psychedelic stuff sounds good man yeah matt from great
0: deception podcast uh you can find me on instagram at the great deception podcast uh same with youtube uh odyssey and Bitshoot. um yeah and i got into this you know because it's funny i just i keep a log right? Of all the uh, podcasts that I listen to on my phone. I started it back last, last March. And I'm like, I want to see, you know, cause when I was thinking about doing a podcast, I'm like, this is a great way to, you know, kind of keep a Rolodex of guests ideas and show ideas, topics that I think are cool. And it was something I was using to deep dive. Well, next thing I know, I, I just, I just did it before uh, earlier tonight. I've listened to like 650 podcasts on my phone in less than a year. And, uh, so I was like, you know, so I love podcasts and all my friends were into it. And finally I caved and I'm like, I got, I'm going to do one, you know, but I'm going to do it my way. Right. Like, and that's what I love about it is, is, you know, all my friends that do shows, everybody's totally different, but we can go on each other's show and talk, whether it's you know, paranormal, whether it's, you know, uh, old world, whether it's, you know, spiritual stuff. And that's the coolest part, man, and get to hear everybody's story and, and all that. It's, it's real, it's, it's enlightening, man. I've, I've, I've met so many cool people through this that, you know, uh, people are like, Oh, you don't, you know, you don't make any money off it. I'm like, it's not about that, man. It's yeah. about the connections. It's about the, the knowledge. Experience. Yeah,
1: man. That that's exactly it. It's the experience. And it's uh, it's so funny too because it's like you can have a guest on your show. I'll have him on mine. One of our friends will have him on another show, and you get three different interviews. You know, three completely different interviews from each show, and that's what I love about it.
0: Yeah, and if if you know, other than you know, it, like your your show, uh, that's where I found you know I, I heard Hatter for the first time was on your show, and uh, you know, there's certain people that. You listen to on other people's shows and you're like, oh, yeah, that's going to be I, I can have I can have a great conversation with them. And then there's other times it's like I, I know or I see someone had somebody on and I'm like, I know I'm having them on. I'm like, I can't listen to it because I don't want to know what they talked about because I don't want to, you know, skew my conversation one way or the other. But, uh, yeah, you're yeah. exactly right. That's the coolest part is that everybody has their own approach to it. And, and that's what I love about podcasting. You know, mm-hmm. you can get so much different, you know, whatever you're looking for really, uh, uh, from it. And, and it's really in the day and age where you can't watch the television anymore. It's, it's a nice out, you know,
1: from reality for a few minutes. Yeah. That, that was like a uh, old scary world when, uh, I started listening to your episode with him and I was messaging him back and forth. And I was like, I got to turn yours off for right now. Cause I didn't the same thing. I didn't want to do it. I didn't listen to him talk to Jeff either on shadow band. And then I did the interview with him and that was one of my favorite episodes because he had some wild stories. And then I went back and listened to yours and Jeff's, but uh, I had a funny story to tell you. Um, I was talking with my wife and everything. And uh, she was like, it was It you know talking about your show and everything she's like yeah matt he's like one of the ogs right he's been around forever <laughs> and i was like he started his show back in september <laughs> she's like he doesn't what? even have a hair
0: on his ass yet
1: you know <laughs> yeah no like, are I, you I, kidding I, me yeah i'm like i'm like what this is i made it through one quarter of the year so far <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, just just a testament of how good your show is you know it sounds like you've been doing it forever and i enjoy listening to every single episode you put out. And I'm really grateful that we're friends and I get to go on the master debaters every once in a while. And yeah, man, oh,
0: dude, it's great, man. It, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it, it's better it, this, you know, what we have and just, you know, going back and forth on a daily basis, it, that's, that's what this is all about. You know, I got, I actually got an email today uh, from a guy that listens to my podcast and dude, it's like, it was the nicest email. You know, the guy was like thanking me for, for the work that I do. And, you know, uh, you know, a couple of my podcasts made him look at things really different and and opened his mind a little bit. And I was like, damn, I'm like, OK, I'm like, this is why I do it, you know, and and even if it's that that's the only guy I ever get it from. I I, I helped somebody break the curse, you know, yeah. and, and that's what it's all about. And not even. Counting, you know, people like you and Davey and Ryan, all these great people I've met in, in the uh, in the
1: circle. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's wild. It? It's so cool when you get those kind of emails, because I, I get people just sending me stories sometimes. They're like, I don't want to be on the show. And I'm like, oh, come on, please. Just <laughs> you can be anonymous, you know, just don't. You know, what you got to do name or... You got to You got to collect those in a folder and eventually
0: do a show on just just just, uh, reading them. just the emails, yeah. you know, and and uh, mm-hmm. that would be awesome. You know, that'd be a great yeah. idea to to get people to to you know send in shit. Cool. Okay. Well, once a month, I'm gonna do a, a email show
1: where we go over all the paranormal stuff. Right. The anonymous uh, story time. You know. Yeah. There you people go. I didn't want to because I had one guy at work and uh, he had this wild near death experience, out of body, and uh, right bef- like a year or two before that, he had a crazy ufo encounter too and it's just like come on man come on the show and he's like nah i'm not gonna come on i'm like all right well i i might tell your story then if you're okay with that yeah but
0: yeah i don't um, think
1: people realize you can be
0: completely anonymous you know i mean exactly you you can change your name we don't have to we could change your voice if you want whatever you want man right come on Dude, in.
1: your name might not even be matt you know i might yeah. not even be nico who knows well
0: i i was illuminati confirmed the other day that's what he said in one of my in one of the posts because a bunch of the numbers that came up were like 33 and he's like yep there you go illuminati confirmed i'm like that's damn it. man you got me
1: who was it uh i think that's how you say his name i made a post on instagram and he called me uh controlled opposition you know <laughs> i was like okay man Dude, who's controlling you like can i i'd love to talk to these puppet masters i know i want to meet him too but uh (laughs) yeah so whatever i'm not calling him out i would love to have him on my show and everything he's got some interesting information it was just funny matt you got some paranormal stuff right dude i heard you uh it was you
0: ron and davey were talking on davey's uh red pill cartel and Mm -hmm. i heard you guys talking about recurring dreams And do you said one and it's the same one that I have. It's the school one, you know, Mm -hmm. like I'm not prepared for a test or I have an assignment that's supposed to be handed in and I just didn't do it, you know, and it's it's never gets to the point where I have to hand in the work. It's just the anticipation of going to school, knowing didn't do it. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's the worst. Oh. It really is. And I don't know, like, you know, I got to find somebody that analyzes dreams, you know, and that thing. Because I got four of them in total that have, you know, probably for the past, I'd say, you know, 30 years that I could remember, they've happened on a regular basis. And it's, that's one of them. Uh, Another one is, it's so crazy. It's, I'm in the hand of a giant right? Like a giant creature, whether it's a monster or something and they drop me and it's just a free fall. And I never hit the ground, never land. I always wake up before it and I wake up and it's like, heart is racing. Like I'm almost I'm borderline sweating. And like, I
1: feel like, holy shit. That was so real. So real. That's interesting. Cause you know, I've, I've never had that dream, but I was talking to like, you know, Ron on my episode and he had that experience when he was a little kid where there was like that. He he claimed it like the earth mother or the spirit mother holding his hand and dropping him down the tunnel, you know? And, and Jeff from shadow band had something very similar when he was on either. I think it was DMT, but it was like the, the giant was holding his head through the trip, you know? So it, there's gotta be something to that that giant holding you and like, okay, here's the, maybe it's like a spirit guide, you know, like, okay, you're off. <laughs> figure yeah, out how to fly. I,
0: I have never <laughs> been able to figure it out. Cause it's never, there's, you know, and when I think about it, my memory, my memory of it, there's never anything leading up to it. Right. It's just the point of where I'm in the hand of it and I'm dropped. That's it. And it's like, you know, I, it, that's why I said I need somebody to analyze it. But now, like you said, I heard Ron have a similar tale. And I think it, yeah, I think I heard Jeff say it too, but it didn't click as much until I heard Ron. And when I heard Ron, I was like, whoa. And then I heard you with Davey talking about the teacher and I'm like, man, I'm like, these
1: reoccurring dreams are wild it makes you wonder like so many people like my dad has told me too he's had that same scenario where he's like late for school or he doesn't know his schedule you know and it's like well why as human beings do we keep having these similar is it just deep-rooted anxiety or something like that that you know that's what i'm wondering is it is it based on the indoctrination
0: that we get you know we're so well trained that our subconscious is paranoid of being unprepared or late or, you know, because we're in this construct where it's based on time and,
1: you know, in the school system grades. Yeah. And that's, you know, now working for myself and everything, it's like, I still wake up some mornings and think I have to go in and teach a class. You know what I mean? I'm like, I have no lesson. And it's a quick, you know, moment when I'm just waking up, but it's like, why is that still there? Is it just, is it trauma? Is it, or is it like breaking out of the system? You know what I mean? Like, cause we are, we're so indoctrinated and in I see it, I, I, I taught it, you know? And it's just, it's crazy, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't it's know funny because
0: when I was a kid, I always thought about, you know, like, man, it, you know, you watch an ant colony and it's fascinating to watch them because you watch all of them and they're all doing something. But you look at them and you're like, man, what is their life like to them? And then I think, right. I'm like, dude, we're just the ants on the earth. We do the same exact thing. I mean, how many people are so regimented almost to the minute on a daily basis? And I was yeah. like, man, we are in the true rat race where it doesn't matter. You're you're in that, in your own little life, if you get stuck in that pattern I think that's almost like being in hell on earth, you know, because you you're trapped in to the time, you know, you're like a slave to the time at that point to the clock.
1: Yeah. And how much do you believe in, like, the simulation? Do you go into that at all? Because See, it's interesting because I I love Bob's argument,
0: you know, our friend Moral Bob. He just says Mm -hmm. he's like, I love simulation theory because you can't prove it. You can't disprove it. Right. He's like, it doesn't, it's the best, it's the best arguing point ever because there's no right answer. And, you know, and, and I'm like, and that's where I am with it. I'm like, I feel like numbers play a significant role in our, you know, being our creation, the whole everything in our realm. Um, That, you know, you start looking at it and, and you look at the old Matrix movies and you're like, man, are we in the Matrix? you know did something happen like you think about it and you know people think you're crazy but something happened when they you know fired up that cern hydrant collider you know that thing that was like 2012 2013 and man that from that spawned the mandela effect you know where people were remembering things totally different and granted man you know like you could see everybody could witness a car accident. You have five people that witness it and maybe one gets it close to what really happened. You know, so me- right. our memory is shot to begin with. You can't really rely on that, right. but at the same time, how it's, it's possible, you
1: know? Right. And then just the fact that it's like a collective memory, like the Bernstein bears, like everyone knows it's the Bernstein bears, but yep yeah and it's, it's like, like and, and that's
0: what makes you wonder did did the timeline slip you know is it is it something like that where something shifted and and or changed and we weren't aware of it was it i don't know but at this point i don't rule out anything
1: no and it's funny like so we were like sitting down with my in-laws and stuff and we we make fun of my uh father-in-law a lot because he's so like in the matrix you know <laughs> and we were like going over, we, we looked up like the list of like Mandela effects. We were like spell Febreze and he was spelling it the way they say it is. But yep. we we're like, no, there was always two E's. In <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he's part of the, he's not on the train. Dude, he's an NPC. But he might be, but that's uh, what I was going to just say. Like when I was driving back and forth to like the dealerships and stuff, I would go in and it wouldn't matter what time. I could be 15 minutes early, get there at 745. The same people would be pulling in you know, I'd see the same three people pulling right behind me, the same guy in the truck would be right in front of me. Or if I got there at 830, I was a little late, same person. And it's like, you don't pay attention to it. But as soon as you notice it, then it stops happening for a couple of days. But then it goes right back into that. Yeah, I call that the Truman Show effect, right? Where yeah.
0: it's almost like you're on a stage and and everything's based off of you. It's weird, you know, like, say, you see the same shit. And you're like, do they even see me? You know, am I part of their daily right. routine, you know? It, right. uh, it's wild, going man. To- it makes you wonder sometimes, like you know, and they talk about it too. You watch like, you know, movies like Free Guy with uh Ryan mm-hmm. Reynolds where he's essentially he's an NPC and mm-hmm. he, you know, tries to break out of it and and uh, you know, after watching that and Ready Player 1 with all the, you know, metaverse mm-hmm and 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 thinking about npcs it's like it makes you wonder like are there npcs out there or is an npc just someone like your dad you know like somebody that has just drank the kool-aid and and just lives in that world you know
1: the world that they're programmed to be in right and i always wonder too like am i an npc to these other people like i'll walk through the shops right and I'll see the same mechanic, like doing the same thing, like turning the same wrench, working on the same type of car every time. And it's like, in in my reality, I have no like relationship with these people. You know, I can like wave and say, hi, what's up? but I don't know anything, but I wonder, am I the same person to them when I walk by? It's like, who's that weirdo that comes in and cleans the car? Dude, it may, you, you just, that's me in a nutshell too, because I walk my dog, you know,
0: in, in the morning, every morning. And certain days, it's at a certain time, other days, it's at another time, depending on what I have in the morning. And I always wonder that because there's, there's a little market up the street and I walk by nicest people, you know, and, and I've been around here for like a year and a half. So I'm, I'm friendly with them. And every day, how you doing today? I'm like grand rising. And she's like, Oh, you're pup. And we talk about the dog and it's like, am i the npc to her like is my job just to walk by every day in the morning and greet her you know is that my role in her game of life and and so yeah man i'm with you i wonder that so often am i the npc because i do a lot of shit and and i try things to break it too i'm like okay mm-hmm. today i would normally go here i'm going to go here instead to start and see what direction that takes me but i always end up back home in the end so i i could be very well could be the npc
1: yeah and it's so funny to think like maybe that maybe you're like you know the one she likes to talk to because she had a german shepherd growing up and she just loves to see the dog and it's like you don't know how much you impact someone else's story it's just insane to think about
0: yeah um, it's that that butterfly effect right mm -hmm. all it takes is that one conversation
1: yeah it's it's crazy man It really is crazy to think about like every single tree branch or every root that could go out with any little thing and but then it goes back to like what you were saying with like maybe the hermetic principles and stuff it's like you are you control this universe you know like
0: enough enough energy and effort if you direct it that way that's where you're going in essence right like i mean and And I think there is a lot of truth to that in the sense that, you know, if you are doom and gloom, you will manifest doom and gloom. If, Mm -hmm. you know, now on the other end, yeah. If you try and manifest positivity, you know, good things, they're going to happen, but guess what? Shitty things happen to those people too. It's not all roses, you know? And, and so, I'm hesitant with that a lot of the times, too, that the the people that are like, you know, I can manifest anything.
1: No, you're full of shit. Right. And then that goes into like social media, too, because people only show the good on social media, you know? Yep. So it's like, oh, so you look at this person, you're like, oh, they have everything, you know, but you don't know that they just got a huge bill for something else and they're not showing you the shit side of it. No, but they got no money in their bank balance. account,
0: you know, they just foreclosed on the house, but they got the best mm-hmm. Facebook
1: page on the in the world. Exactly, and it's it's a balance. There's always a give and a take, an action and a reaction.
0: Well, yeah, and you got and, and my thing lately has been, you know, if I if it I don't see it with my own eyes, all right. I I I I'll 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 have a feeling one way or another, but I'm not investing in that. You know, and that's the way I am with my podcast. Like I will present to you what I have read and I'll give you, you know, kind of my, my beliefs based on that, but I'm not going to tell you, I know anything, you know, and I get Mm -hmm. into this with Bob a bunch too on, on that because he likes to say he knows certain things and I'm like, okay. I'm like, but you, there's certain things you can prove, right? I mean, okay. And, but there's certain things that you can't prove that you're telling me is a fact.
1: And that's a tough balance there. It is. But it's like if that's his reality and he really believes it, I mean, he might pass a lie detector test. Who knows? Oh, yeah. (laughs) No. And that's what I said to him.
0: I said it's about but also it's about our perception, too, because all of us are coming from a totally different perspective. So our perception, we may look at the exact same thing. And one of us thinks that's the most beautiful thing ever. And the other one's like, what the fuck is that? you know i mean (laughs) i know i know that that i feel i felt that way with my buddies growing up you know like what are you doing with her man come on you're better than that she's
1: (laughs) dude she's so hot okay bike you know (laughs) everybody got a ride come on Uh, that's too funny man but um yeah let's get back to dreams so you said you had four so you had the giant the giant the tests
0: for Mm -hmm. school where i'm never prepared that uh okay let me see did i write because i i want to give the last one last because the last one is the fucking wildest and i know i wrote it down but i don't remember where i wrote them down okay i'm trying to think of the third one i just had a total brain fart
1: uh that's all right because for me i always get i'll ask you this too because i'm sure you might have something similar. I'll always go to a place in my dreams that I know the place, you know, and it's, I I don't know where it is in real life, but in the dream world, I can navigate it perfectly. I know where every room is and it's always, it's this like big white, it it looks like a castle, but it's not, it's like an old world building, but it's a some type of university or college or office or something. It's got a ton of stuff, but there's red carpeting in there. So I don't know what kind of, occult <laughs> symbolism that is but I-, I can just i can navigate this place in my dreams and i go there I-, I would say probably at least once a month i'll have a dream where i'm in that place sometimes i'll remember them vividly sometimes i just now are all are,
0: are the characters the same in in the
1: the dreams or do they vary it's weird because i'm usually the only one in there okay and it's like i'll sometimes they'll just be like npcs around like just random people or I'll run into someone like an old friend or someone that I know. But it, most of the time it's like, I need to get to a place to meet someone in a room, but I never get into that door. You know what I mean? Or when I do get into that door, I wake up, but I, I know how to get there. Sometimes stuff moves around. Sometimes, you know, I'll go and there's like construction or there's like people changing stuff up and stuff like that. But it's it's just so bizarre because it makes you wonder like, is this, I always wonder, is the dream world the real world? You know? Yes. Like oh, I, I I'm with
0: you. Like, are we are we asleep right now? And when we're awake, we're really alive. Like this is just the real, you know, this is the struggle, the everyday struggle. And and when you get it, you get it six hours, you know, however many hours you choose, you get to go away and back to real world. I don't know, man. Yeah. That, that, that's another one. That's
1: like sim theory. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know
0: where to go with it.
1: I know because it's like, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, this would be a pretty boring dream for the most part, you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, I just, okay. So I found it. The
0: third one okay. is I'm running. Okay. And, but my legs won't work. Right. They, they either, mm. it feels like I'm running in sand and, or my legs are just like, you know, heavy as hell. And I cannot run away from whatever it is I'm trying to run. Or if I'm in a, you know, a lot of it when I was younger was like sports. Like it was mm-hmm. time to run our, our, you know, our sprints or whatever. And he would say go and everybody would take off. And I'd be there going as hard as, and just going nowhere, man. Just like mm-hmm. d- maybe, you know, for every step I took,
1: or every five steps I took, it was a normal step. Yeah, dude, I had those dreams and I don't think there's anything paranormal about this, but when I played lacrosse, I would have a dream, you know, a day before a game or something like that. And it would always be, I'd go to catch the ball or I'd go to scoop a ball up and my stick wouldn't have a net in it. You know, it wouldn't have a pocket. And I'd be like, <laughs> and it, it was like, always oh, so I, I just equate that to like pregame jitters, like anxiety type stuff, but. It's just funny how like it's, it's a little similar to that. And I've had stuff kind of similar to that too, where you're just not moving. You know, you think you're moving or you're riding a bike or something and it's just like, it's not going anywhere.
0: Yeah, mine um, so was a lot in like, especially when I was playing baseball, like I'd, you know, I'd either hit the ball or I'd be chasing a ball and I'd be like, I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't get it. I couldn't move. And I'm like, dude, what happened? And then, you know, I'd only get, a certain amount of steps in. It wasn't like I'd be running for 30 minutes in my dream. It was like five seconds, you know, maybe, and then boom, I'd wake up. And again, it's mm-hmm. like I feel my chest. I'm like sh- a little bit short of breath, like I was really running, but
1: supposedly I was sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like uh, I don't know. I mean, my son has a uh, slept walk a couple times. Like he'll wake up and just he'll be sound asleep he's talking and stuff, but it's crazy. You know, he hasn't done it since he was like two, but it's bizarre how the body
0: can function. Right. And not, you know, you think you would think, think about, you know, how, how many years it takes him to learn to walk. You're sleepwalking. Like your body is doing something that is not easily repeat. I mean, watch a robot try and walk. We can't really replicate it. That great right now, but yet we can do it with our eyes closed. You know, our
1: brains shut off. We're in la la land. Right. Well, think about this. I mean, this happens to me more than I'd like to admit, but it's like, I'll just be driving and I, I'll just be in like a daydream. And it's like, oh, I'm home now. like Autopilot. <laughs> the hell did... Yeah. Yeah. So man, our brains do that happens more... all the time to me, especially on the highway.
0: And, mm-hmm. and, and there's something to that though, the monotony and the way uh, the checkered line yep, it puts you into a trance, you know? So, That's why, you know, a lot of people, you know, at least me, when I do long, because I used to do long trips, you know, five to 10 hours in the car. Actually, one time I drove to Alabama, that was like 16 hours. You got to have the window open, right? It may be 20 Mm -hmm. degrees outside, but that fresh air, that that breeze hitting you in the face breaks up the monotony. But eventually you fall into that. That's part of the trance, right? So you got to keep changing it up on these long drives so you don't fall into it because A like you said sometimes it's great you know i get from point a to point b and i'm i'm there and i own. Even... then other times man it puts you from the trance out cold and then you wake up and that car's upside down or you wrapped <laughs> around a telephone pole and that's that's not good
1: no <laughs> but it it's just it makes you wonder like why do they have those lines there you yeah. know it, it's and how uh, how do
0: we do that though like how is your brain that programmed that you're not, you know, I mean, obviously you are focused, you know, with your eyes are looking at the road, but your brain
1: is not looking at the road. You know, That's the wild part. Or how about this? I'm sure you like experience this too. Like my dogs will wake up at like two o'clock in the morning and want to go out. I won't have my contacts in or glasses on. I'm sound asleep. The house is pitch black. I can just walk downstairs with my eyes closed, still asleep, get their leash, just put them on, take them outside. And it's like, go back to sleep and you're like, well, how the fuck did I do that? Yeah. (laughs) Like it's, it's it's that muscle memory
0: almost you got, we're, Mm -hmm. we're
1: programmed well, my friends. We are, it's insane. So you have the running dream. That's number three. So now the last
0: one, and, and this one I've, I've had and this one's I've had since I was 10 years old, mind you. And, and this is what is bizarre about this one. Um, and going into it, one of the things that I, I read a lot is that sometimes our dreams um are of past lives, you know, they are, you know, you have flashbacks to to an old life, you know, it may may have been on your timeline or not, but there's this, I don't know if it's me or someone else because I'm the viewer. I'm in the, you know, in the and it's I'm I'm in a world war one trench in a blue and it looks kind of like the French uniform, um, from what I, you know, when I piece it together, but basically in a trench, incoming shell fire, um, you know, gunfire all around. And there's a couple people down in the trench and trying to navigate through it. And, uh, and, and it always ends with waking up and I can smell that smell when i wake up it's like a gunpowdery you know uh irony like just dirt mud like that grimy smell and i wake up from it and i'm like holy you know like i just check myself to make sure it wasn't and i've i've had that since i was like 10 years old and i remember asking my uh my papa cuz he was he was in the marines um and i said to him i said or no army sorry he would kill me for that uh my other grandfather was in the in the marines um but he he would i would ask him about it i'd say papa what's war like and he's like you don't want to know buddy you don't want to know don't ask me that and i'm yeah i'm 10 11 i don't know my ass from my elbow and I always wanted him to give me that understanding or tell me because he wouldn't even tell me if, if any of his family was in previous wars, like that was it. Like we weren't my, on one side, my, well, both sides, my grandfather served one side. My grandfather uh, would not even let us play with guns at his house, like toy guns. We couldn't play army. None of that. Like there was no shot. And, you know, I was always one who considered going into it. You know, I was always had that mentality of, of, yeah, I want to do it for my country kind of thing and all that. And that's a whole nother story. But uh, yeah. And and so I always wanted them to tell me that like we had relatives that were in the first world war or something or French relatives long distance that I didn't know about because I feel like it's either I'm watching someone else that I know run through it almost like a, you know, a, a first person shooter or it's me running through it, but it's always the same bodies that are on the floor, you know, same positions. Uh, but the, the scene changes slightly from time to time. Like, you know, the, the, the route I go in the trenches and things like that, but it always ends, you know, I'm waking up and just, you know, feel like I've just been through hell and, and then the smells are what kills me. Cause it's only like a, you know, it's a brief, it's not like it lasts with me for like. You know, 10, 15 minutes,
1: we're talking maybe 30 to 60 seconds. And then it's gone. That's that's so interesting. That, like, because I've heard other people talk about wartime stuff, and I've only had a few random wartime dreams, but um you said it changes up a little bit and it almost makes you wonder like, is this different timelines or different realities, different dimensions? Like this was a past life and it's like almost like a video game. Like you got to navigate it and it's like, Oh, you didn't go that way. Like you died that way. Oh, let's try it again this way. And it's like almost like groundhog's day. It keeps resetting in this dream state, like until you get it right, you know, and you rescue the people or whatever it's that's, that's, damn. I never thought about it like that. That's interesting. Cause it does
0: you know, especially nowadays with the graphics and everything on, and, and, and my, you know, my son and I'll mess around on uh, Call of Duty a little bit every now and then. Um, and, and that's what it made me think of. I'm like, wow, maybe this was the video game of that time. Yeah. And that was, it's a, you know, choose your own adventure. You pick this way, it could be the end of you. You pick this way that, okay, now you go on to the next level. And it, yeah, it's, it's that, that's a great analogy to it i've never really looked at it that way
1: did you ever see duncan trussell's um cartoon i forget the name of it now on netflix yeah the netflix series yeah that was great yeah yeah so there's one episode where there's this guy in prison and he has to keep like escaping the prison right and then he gets to the end and then they weigh with the feather and his heart or whatever and it's like every time he does the same thing and so that kind of reminded me of that dream you just told me it's like every time you go one route and you die you wake up with the the spell of death and gunpowder and stuff it's like are you in that dream world or whatever timeline or whatever you're viewing is that just on repeat until it gets it right until, and it... <laughs> yeah because i
0: haven't got it right yet yeah i didn't right. oh that's interesting too because yeah i keep i mean i had it geez and that's what reminded me of it because i hadn't had it hadn't had it in a while and i had it probably about a month ago it was right after thanksgiving because i woke up and this is the first that's why it freaked me out because it's the first time i've had it and like i said in a while and it was so vivid that it it just didn't make sense like why now and i was thinking about everything i was doing you know was it something i was researching and nothing and and after it, I started researching the French soldier, the, the world war one uniforms to see, okay, which uniform. And I basically found the uniform that it was that I keep seeing. So yeah, that's, that's cool, man. I, I like that. I like that idea. I didn't think about that.
1: It just makes you wonder, like, is this, is that the karma from a past life that you have to keep reliving to until you get it right until you rescue whoever it is, or you get out that's safe or yeah it's fascinating to think about man
0: and it goes back to what you said before it's that butterfly effect right you choose one one route it it, it could make your life go one way you choose another route could make your life go a totally different way it's all about that one decision you make Mm -hmm. that changes everything yeah
1: it's it's fascinating stuff I, i i know there's more to dreams than we uh than anyone gives credit to, you know, like with all my experiences with them and stuff, everyone always just told me, you know, it's just a dream, you know, don't think about it, but it's like, I still think about this dream I had in 2013, like almost daily, you know? So there has to be some significance to it. And then you read stuff like the Bible, people are getting visions and dreams. People are getting messages from God. It just,
0: and, and think about
1: sleep too, because
0: you're just so vulnerable. Right, your whole body basically shuts down. To, you know, like to a state where you're just, you know, in the wild, you're, you know, you're just a bear feed at that point. You know, in reality, but we're still protected somehow. You know, we still manage to make it through, and we still manage to protect. It. But at that time, you go into that sleep realm, and like you said, is it? Uh, are we making real connections there? Are we just, is that our subconscious just coming to the surface or is it past life regression? That's, you know, or is it a little bit of everything, right? Could it be all of the above? (laughs) And that's what, you know, sleep has always fascinated me because I've never been a good sleeper. I've never been one of those people that can sleep in. And now the, the wild thing is since about September of this year, right after I started probably yeah right before I started the podcast it's probably so end of August dude my sleep pattern totally changed I went from a four hour a night I'm good you know and I've been doing that for 20 plus years now to if I don't get six I cannot wake up under six hours like I, Mm -hmm. I physically can't do it like I've tried like uh doing like fire alarm, you know, like fire alarm alarms on my thing. I've tried every, dude, my body's like, nope, you're not waking up. You're going to hit the snooze, not even know you hit the snooze and wake up when I say, and I'm like, so I started writing down, you know, what time I was going about, you know, like when I'd go to lay down and usually within 10, 15 minutes, I'm out. So I put a ballpark in and started seeing and I'm like, holy shit, man. It's, It's like almost six hours on the dot never, never less and never, you know, never goes into more. I'm not, I'm not getting like eight, nine hours, uh, but rare, like once, maybe once a month, but I was like, wow, that's, that's strange. Like something changed in September that I have to get six hours now.
1: It's going to sound paranormal or coincidental, whatever, but I'm the same way now. I, I could, when I was, I'm 30 years old now, but I could literally go like 24 hours without sleep, I'd be fine if I don't get at least five hours of sleep a night, maybe more. But it's like I've had that same thing where it's like I'll wake up, I'll take the dogs out, I'll do everything, and I'll go sit on the couch and I'm out. And it's like I don't even realize it's like my body was like, nope, or my brain, whatever it is, it's like, no, you need to rest. And if I get too much sleep, I'm a zombie. If I get more than like five, six hours of sleep, I can't function the next day. See, that's what that's what I'm saying, too, because on like over the Christmas
0: break or I call it Christmas break because I didn't have to. I took vacation, but I was hanging out at my sister's house and it was like that. There was uh, I forgot what day it was. Might have been it wasn't New Year's Day because everybody was up early. But one of the days, you know, the whole house basically slept in and I slept. I got I got eight hours of sleep and I felt like trash that day. Like I felt like I went through a boxing match. Like I, I took the dog for a walk in the morning and I'm like, I need to go lay down. You know, I need, I need a break from this. I feel tired. And I'm like, I got too much sleep. I didn't think that was possible, but I'm with you. I'm, 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 it, it, it's weird how it changed. Cause I used to be that guy. Like you give me a couple hours of sleep. I need a cat nap. I'm good to go. And I could give you a full day's work, whatever. I may crash hard that night. But Mm -hmm. I had no issue doing it. Now, like you said, I don't get that. Well, lately it's been if I don't get six hours, man, I can't function that
1: day. So strange. Uh, I I don't know what I'm sure there is some type of dimensional shift or something with the moon. Who knows? But I was going to ask you, have you ever had any sleep paralysis? Never, never. Never. I have had a ghost sighting
0: where I thought I was still asleep, but I know I was wide awake and I know what I saw, you know, and, and my ex-wife saw it too. So, okay.
1: So let's, let's go into so that. We're
0: in a, we're in a, uh, in a condo in, in a town in, uh, Connecticut and the town was known or the area that we lived in back in the 1800s was a hatting hatter industry, hat industry right they built they made old hats bowler hats and all sorts whatever cowboy hats all sorts of shit so we're we're sleeping you know in, in the condo and i woke up and i look over because she's sleeping i'm on the right hand side of the bed she's on the left and the walk-in closet's on the left hand side and i look over and i look in the walk-in closet and there is a woman with you know 1800 style dress where it was you know tight fitting up top and then when it got to the waist it just blew out and she's got a fancy hat on and uh, I said my wife's like what's wrong I'm like and she's asleep kind of I or I think she's asleep and and I'm like the lady in the closet I'm like what's she doing there and my wife's like there's no lady in the closet I'm like okay. I'm like, no, she's not in the closet now. Cause she's at the foot of the bed. I'm like, wake up and look at her. And she turns over and, and rolls up and looks. And she's like, what is she doing here? I'm like, I don't know. Like, that's why I'm asking you, what is she doing in our bedroom? So we both Got go to sleep, just now. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> The lady disappears. Right, it just goes away. It, it vanished. Like it, it was kind of. She was kind of like she was see through. Right, like it, it was. Okay. It was like a typical ghost you would see in a movie. Like it was just kind of a, 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 a silhouette of her. Like her, mm-hmm. her bo- Like she didn't like wave or have any movements. It was just her kind of gliding through the room. So she disappears. So probably. I don't know, probably about six months later, same thing happens. I wake up middle of the night for no reason. And I look over her again in the closet. Now is a male figure and he's wearing like a bowler hat, you know, from back in the day. And I'm like, I, 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 I didn't know what to think at that point. So I, I nudged her and I'm like, Hey, we got another visitor. And she's like, shut up. I'm like, she's like, she's not coming back. And because supposedly she had a dream with that woman in it after, and she said, she's not coming back. I'm like, okay. So the, I'm like, I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm not joking. I'm like, there is a guy now in the same position. She, this time she rolls over and looks right at the closet and she's like, get out of my house. And I'm like, and she just rolls over and goes back to sleep. And I just watch and the guy just turns And goes through the back of the walk-in closet and just disappears and i'm like holy shit i'm like i don't i don't know if that you know we were on there you know where condo was built was on their old land or something or they had a a house because it was it was an old uh the street we lived on excuse me had up on the street level had like old I don't know if you consider them mansions, but they're old like Victorian houses that nowadays they use for like do dupl- every layer is an apartment, you know, every floor is yeah. an apartment, and they're like three, four stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but a ton of the they just the the street just was just lined with them on, on old side, and they were all the owners of the hatter hatting companies, and all the rich people used to live up there. And and our our condo was kind of down in almost like what would be their backyard on a, on a hill in their backyard on the lower half of the slope. And it's like, man, did they, you know, are these some people that lived up above Are we on their property or were they buried under this thing? Who knows?
1: But yeah, that was wild. I, two ghosts. That's fascinating. It's like, so you wake up and you're, are you fully awake? You know, like, Yes, because I got a drink in both
0: instances just to make sure because I've had dreams where I'm dreaming something happens and then I wake Mm -hmm. up and I know it was just a dream. So what I do is I keep a bottle of water next to my bed. And now if I have any question, I have to unscrew the top of the water and take a sip. That way I
1: know I'm awake. Right. So were you scared? Like, what was the feeling when you saw this thing? Was it terrifying or were you more like kind of calm and relaxed? It was weird because I didn't feel anything like it was. There wasn't any fear.
0: It was just like it was more shock as to like what's going on here. Like, is this really happening kind of thing? But it, they were at no point where we ever threatened or felt threatened. Even my even my ex who, you know, she's not the like most ballsy of people in that situation you know like spiders and that chick's going running you know but Mm -hmm. the ghost she's like yeah I didn't feel threatened by her and she's like he he just was in the wrong spot he didn't belong there at all I was like wow I'm like you got a much better handle on this than I do but yeah I didn't I didn't really feel anything that was the weird thing because I figured you know even after it went right back to sleep It wasn't like Mm -hmm. I had any issue going to sleep or even thought about it after. And the next day we just kind of laughed about it. It was one of those things like, Hey, you think the ghost's going to show up again tonight? Like, it wasn't like, Oh my God, we had a ghost in the house. Is there something we should do? Like, should we get rid of it? Like, no,
1: we, there was no need. That's that's so interesting because one, I mean, she saw it too. So right there it's credible, but it's just like, the fact that she just rolled over and said, like, you don't belong here or, or leave my house. Yeah.
0: They had, Get out of my house. <clears throat> I'll never forget it. She just said that. Get out of my house. And I was like, oh, now you're tough. <laughs> Where has this been? But yeah, so and it crazy. just he just he didn't. Again, it was like it wasn't a person. Right. It wasn't three dimensional. <laughs> it was almost like a two dimensional um, silhouette because it just kind of turned and it wasn't like, you know, it's arms moved or it's legs moved. It just kind of pivoted around and then just
1: moved on its way. That's so crazy, man. I've I've never seen a ghost that I, well, no, I I think I did see one when I was younger, but it's just so fascinating because there's so many different types. I've heard similar stuff to what you're saying and I've heard, you know, people see it walk around and it, it like, but that's a very common trait that they just kind of glide or, or it's just like, they don't really interact with you at all. You know, it's just like, they're there. Didn't didn't make a a, a
0: thing. Like it wasn't not like a, uh, any sort of gesture, no head movement, no like body movement, nothing like to, to give us any inclination, any which way. Right. There was nothing to read on it. It was just kind of like, it was just like a
1: floating. Yeah. That's insane, man. That's so crazy. So, what what are your thoughts? Like, what do you think ghosts are? I, I think ghosts are spirits that are trapped.
0: You know, like mm-hmm. someone that died when they didn't think they were supposed to. Because, you know, I, I read the book uh, by uh, what's he got here? Neil Donald Walsh. It's called Conversations with God. And he, what he insinuates in that book is basically that we choose. When we come into this world and we choose when we leave this world. Now, even if you're, you know, you're like, well, what about if you're murdered? Yeah, well, that was your time to go in this experience, is what he says. You know, that's his explanation of it. So when I thought about that, it was, it was interesting because, you know, I, I thought about life and death and I'm like, you know, I, I don't think this is it. You know, I, I I obviously believe in reincarnation and and multiple lives that most of us have led. Um, and I think we do get glimpses of it in our dreams at times. Um, and that's a whole different show. But what he, you know, when when you think, when he was saying that, he's like, yeah, you choose when you are born and when you die. And I think these people thought they chose the right time, but they didn't. And, and now they're regretting it and trying to get back. And they're kind of stuck in that in-between, right? Their spirit didn't right. really leave, but it didn't stay either because the, the physical body is gone. You know, the physical body is buried or burned, whatever they did with it. But the, the essence, the aura of that person is still lingering in this realm. And it's just trying to find its way out. In, in a lot of instances, some instances, you know, I feel like they may be, dem- that's how demons get in too, right? They're just mm-hmm. kind of in that inner fabric. And if you low, lower your frequency low
1: enough, you can attract them right in. Yeah, it's fascinating. Cause I, I do believe I had a Reiki, someone that does Reiki. She came over to our house last year and she, she told us that there was someone in our backyard, just like a spirit that just Wandered around. It wasn't bad or malevolent or anything. It was just stuck. And she explained that she kind of just guided him to the light. Like he was just, they're just like trapped there, you know? Happy so wanderers, right? Yeah, just like walking around yep. in our backyard. And it's weird because I have seen my son outside before this happened, just talking to stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's happened, multi- but he was also three years old. So, you know, he just dude that portal is wide open at that point they haven't
0: been they Mm -hmm. haven't had any anything numb them yet at that point they're just Mm -hmm.
1: receptors Mm -hmm. but it's just so fascinating because i do believe that but in other times i think are they just like memories is it just like if you pictured time as like an old vhs tape and is the tape just kind of like sticking or you know what i mean like is, is this just a glimpse or like a hologram of another time period just coming See, in. And that's, that's what I thought it, it more of like
0: a glitch in the matrix. Almost like right. we're in the actual realm. And this thing is just, it's not supposed to be there, but it, they it accidentally slipped in kind of thing and it's in the code or. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what to it's think of those. Like I, but I, the more, you know, at, like I said, after reading his book, I thought that they're more of this spirit. That's kind of trapped here. Like they, they didn't go out what they thought they should have or they left too early in their own mind when in reality, they're just fearing that next trip, you know, and 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 just
1: want to keep repeating the errors yeah. here. And, and it's fascinating, too, because I also think a lot of them have to do with like you're supposed to see that at that time. You know what I mean? Like when I think of the time, the ghost story I had, which was what, what I believe was my great grandfather walking through our backyard as a little kid, or he was an adult. I was a little kid. And I just, and then it clicked in my head later on in life, but I don't know. Is Are you just supposed to see it? Like you're saying it was like the 1800s and what are you doing now? You're diving deep into like, that time period was it just like a little like glimpse like hey look into this time period look into this era see what was going on was it like a little message for you back in the day that's
0: yeah that's that oh man that's wild that was yeah that was them trying to tell me then i wasn't ready to hear it but now mm -hmm. they're like okay hey you got to go look into this shit because there's something here right like wow maybe it was like an ancestor of yours and I mean, they looked exactly like the people you would see at the World's Fair. You know, right. you take any of those people at the Chicago World Fair, you look at, you know, the guy in the, in the suit with the hat, the woman in the dress with the, you know, headgear on. And it was spot on one of them. That's crazy that you just said that. What if
1: that was them telling me I needed to look into it later? like Damn. what if it was like a, a relative of yours or a, an ancestor just saying like hey you know that what they're telling you from this time period it wasn't a hat into you know like look into it and yeah
0: oh shit at the time, that's
1: interesting too yeah maybe maybe
0: yeah because it's funny you say that because i check my local newspaper every now and then and the mm-hmm. town it said there was an article in the paper today that said before it was danbury connecticut it said before danbury was known as a hatter town it was known as a the bean pot Mm -hmm. something like that they were known for beans and i'm like what i'm like i'm like and and now talking with you about all this stuff—it's like, oh shit, that makes a little bit more sense. That's Hatter, and they're telling me that it was something different before. Maybe there is something there that, you know, how did it go from being a Bean Town to a Hatter Town? Was there some takeover? And what's interesting is there was actually a Netflix documentary on a, a hockey team we had in town that was run by the mob. One of you know, uh, James mm-hmm. Colante was a big uh, mobster in in, in Danbury. And, uh, and maybe it was something to do with that. Maybe that's when they took it over and the town changed or something. I don't know. That's crazy though. I'm going to have to look into this now.
1: I think you might have to, but you said something else too, regards to that book, like you, where you choose when you're born and when you go. And I would have to say my, I I, a hundred percent agree with that because when I met my wife, she got pregnant like right away and it it was a conscious decision. It wasn't an accident or anything. We were both just like, let's have a baby. And I swear this kid was like, I need to be born right now. Like (laughs) for so many different reasons that I'm not going to get into, like very spiritual stuff too. But it's just like, I know this little man was like, no, I need to come in right now. And it's like, we were almost like in a trance, like the first six months of our relationship. You know what I mean? Yep. We just had like, and then, you know, once he was born, it was just amazing and everything like that. But it's just, we had no say in the matter. Like, you know, it Yeah. Was just... And,
0: and, and that's an interesting point that, you know, you, you don't, you know, cause I'm in the same boat. Well, not in the same boat. I mean, I have my son, but, uh, my, we weren't trying to have my son. There was no mm-hmm. plans of having a kid at the time. And, uh, and all of a sudden she's like, yeah, I'm pregnant. I'm like, say that again. She's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and, and at first I was like, Oh shit, man, we're in trouble. But then now knowing it, I'm like, dude, my son was ready to come down. You know, it was about his time. And dude, this kid is like, you know, it's, I feel it, you know, there's that connection there that you don't have with anybody else. There's no exactly. other connection that you have, like you have with your child. And and it's amazing. And, and that's, that's a very interesting thing though. I, I, I truly believe it after reading his book and, and looking at my life and, you know, my journey. And, and like I said, I, I, I really am starting to think that, that world war one dream is kind of a past life that got screwed up. And I think I might've died in that war and didn't make it out, you know? Um, yeah. And there yeah. You know, uh, I have, I have certain fears too. One of, one of them is like heights. Like I'm not even talking mm-hmm. like high heights. Like I don't like being, I like my feet on the ground and, mm-hmm. you know, it goes back to that falling dream. You know, I equate the two and I'm like, there's something in my subconscious about not being able to hit the ground. You know, I gotta have my feet on the ground, but yeah, it's
1: interesting all around. Oh, no, it is because I have, insane phobias of sharks too no reason for it i don't swim in the ocean i don't swim <laughs> like in lakes and shit and sometimes like even swimming pools i'll be like <laughs> kind of sketched out in there yep you know and it's just like i have to believe that there was some something that happened with a shark because one of you got this eaten was like, by a shark yeah it has to be and then again like when you're telling that world war one dream I'm just getting like the, like karma, like there's some type of karma there that just, you didn't do something right in that, in that situation. And you're trying to work that out. Some type of generational trauma or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's funny
0: because I hadn't talked about that with anyone until I taught probably about two months ago. I I was talking with uh, Colorado Dank about it. Cause he Mm -hmm. was like, yo, you want to hear some wild dreams? And I'm like, all right. I'm like, I got, I got a couple for you too. And, um, or, or he was talking about he, his are wild. Cause his are like predicting the future or whatever. Um, yeah. but I was telling him that. And he's like, yeah, man, he's like, he's like, that was probably you back in the day. And I'm like, Oh shit, man. I'm like, I didn't think about it. Like it being a past life until he said that I always thought it was, you know, me watching somebody else. Like I was supposed to tell them, you know, to go do a certain thing and I didn't do it, but it,
1: it's yeah. it, it's
0: amazing it's the way the mind yeah, I, works. I don't understand yeah, I, at all
1: no and I, I shameless plug you're gonna like the episode i did with him because he goes into some of his crazy dreams and stuff too it, it'll be out by the time this one comes out but some definitely fascinating stuff oh yeah <laughs> so have you ever had any like I'm not maybe like out of body you haven't had sleep paralysis but like out of body like insane lucid dreams where you just everything it felt real like any type of things like that or I've had I've had it in
0: sports right mm-hmm. where I there are certain times where I am watching myself do it right like yeah. I'm I'm viewing it from above but I'm doing it while it's happening um, mm-hmm. and I've had that happen a couple of times and that freaked me out, you know, especially the first time it happened, it was like, it was the weirdest feeling because I still see everything from here, but then all of a sudden I blink and I'm up above watching myself do it. And, yeah. and that was weird. I had that happen like twice in a, uh, once in a baseball game And once in a football game, and my dad insists the football game was because I had a concussion, um, which I don't doubt, but Mm -hmm. uh, the baseball one is inexplicable. Because I I still, you know, when you said that, and that was instantly came to my mind. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm like, because I see it as like remote viewing, right? You're like watching yourself as a video game or on television type thing.
1: Yeah, it's that like cosmic, it's not first person or third person, it's like cosmic view. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? You've got both. Yeah. You're, you're operating in the first person, but you're also viewing it from the third person. Cause yeah, you've had see that happen
0: from the third person, but everything's still happening from the first person. And it's, I mean, right. I'm not talking like five, ten minutes again. We're talking this is might be like five seconds. It's quick. Right. It's a brief, you know, and, and the one I really remember in, in, in baseball that I had was it was what I was playing outfield and a kid hit a ball in the gap. And I took off after it. and I was watching myself catch it. And I it, it was just it was the wildest thing ever, because then I just then all of a sudden I blinked again and I was back down in within myself, you know, and it's like, whoa, what the hell just happened there? Like, I was just watching this. like It didn't yeah, seem dude. real. I thought I thought it was like
1: you know dehydration or something like that but no it's your higher self I'm convinced it's like your higher self because I've had situations like that in sports as well like in lacrosse I was a crease man so I I just had one time where it was like it wasn't a game-winning goal or anything but it was at the end of the period and I cut across the crease and I just put my stick up but like I saw from the third person view I knew this guy was throwing it and I just literally put my stick up and popped it in and it was like i saw the whole thing happening all i had to do was work the motor skills you know damn and was, um, that's interesting and, and, right there and,
0: yeah i wonder is that does our brain just is it so powerful it can do that many things at once like i i think that the more we open up the more our brain has the ability to function at a little higher level. You know, they say, I don't know if I believe the bullshit we use 10% of our brain or whatever they say we use. Right. But I think that as you start to open up to extra levels or, or there may be certain periods where certain chemicals are firing that you're hitting certain parts of your brain. And that allows you to do
1: things like this. Well, right. And it kind of goes back like in that situation, it's like the adrenaline's pumping, you know, I got leveled out as soon as it happened. Your and it's focus like... is at
0: you know, you're at, at pinpoint focus right there, right? Your brain is on one only one thing. That's it. It is so, you know, centered on
1: that one object or one task you're performing. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And that it happened a couple times playing lacrosse, and it's just I again, it's like it you just get this random aerial view where it's like, oh, I see that. I I need to cut across and Mm -hmm. it's like i don't know how to explain it but it's kind of like an out of body to an extent yeah oh yeah it definitely is you know because Mm -hmm. you're you're
0: still viewing it and and the fact that you remember it afterwards right it's like you can't forget that feeling because it's like what the hell just happened it's a blink and a blink and you're back like what what just
1: happened Right. And then I'm on my ass. You know, they're helping me up because I got leveled out. But yeah, well, it's, it's funny, crazy.
0: too, because it's funny you say that, because in in the one where I was running in the gap, I ended up making a diving catch and ending up on the ground. And then the same thing in football. Football was me. Actually, it wasn't even a good one. It was me getting absolutely run over. You know, like I said, it was just after I had gotten one, if not two concussions in the same game. <laughs> and it was just me watching myself get just absolutely ran over by this monster lineman. And, uh, and yeah, I just saw myself laid out on the ground and I blinked my eyes and I came to, and I was like, Oh yep, that happened. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's insane. So the only thing I wanted to get into is uh, the psychedelic stuff because I think that kind of ties right in. Now, I've never done psychedelics, It's something that's on my bucket list to do. Um, I got to be careful with what I say, because some, certain people listen to my podcast. So I've never done psychedelics, and I don't plan to do any in the near future. <laughs> but um, when I'm old yeah, and gray, just, when I'm old and gray, when I'm retired, but uh, yeah, um, they're just fascinating to me. Like, how did you get into them? Like, when, when was your first experience? Like, I, I started doing mushrooms in high school. Um,
0: mm-hmm. I lived in a, in a kind of a rural town. I mean, it was big land wise, uh, not, you know, had a decent amount of people, but it wasn't heavily populated, but we had farms. So mm-hmm. uh, a couple friends knew how to pick the right mushrooms. And every now and then it'd be either freaky Friday or sleepy Saturday. And, uh, that would be, you know, what we do, we'd go, we'd get a, get a handful of mushrooms each and then go out in the woods and it was game on and and what was cool about it was that back then we would just go and do different things right it wasn't always you just have to sit there as a group you know around a fire like we'd always have a fire we'd always have tents and stuff but then there would be people that would just wander off You know, you wander Mm -hmm. off for four or five hours and then come back. Or some people would stay in the tent all day. Or some people would sit by the fire and come and go play music at times. Other times there was people playing instruments and stuff. And it was just always a, I always felt this different connection on them. You know, there Mm -hmm. was this, it just kind of, it's, it's, and what I, like I told you, I feel like it's a lot of it is determined by your subconscious, or what's going on deep down inside of you at the time, you know, because I've had times where I was in a shitty place in my life and taking them. And it wasn't the best of trips. You know, I didn't have a good experience. It, It didn't, I didn't feel good at the end of it, but then on other experiences that I've had, I, I finish it and I'm like, wow. I'm like, that was amazing. And um you know it really and I really feel like because I, I told you the example of I, I was taking him one time uh, with a couple buddies and one of my buddies is kind of a normal dude, you know, not into anything we talk about like he couldn't fathom even you know 9/11s an inside job type stuff right um, <clears throat> but even so, and he really stressed about work and shit. And dude, he had a trip where he was like howling, like a hyena, like laughing at points. And then other points, like almost borderline screaming, like a horror movie girl scream, you know, and just going mm-hmm. from these way varying emotions. And, uh, whereas the rest of us, you know, we were on our own trip, you know, some people would just close their eyes for a while. Some people would go, you know, chill in the corner do whatever, But this dude was on a trip and a half. And then afterwards, he was like, what happened? Like, he didn't remember anything from it. So I've never had that experience. I remember everything of every trip. You know, not anymore because I've done it. But like
1: after the fact, you know. Right, right, right. And uh, but what what, to me. Go ahead. I was going to say that sounds to me like you said, he was stressed with work and stuff. It's like he needed to get that primal energy out and just (laughs) yeah you
0: know it was what his subconscious
1: was telling him yeah you
0: know what and i I talked to him like a week or two afterwards and he's like man when are we doing him again i'm like dude i thought you had an awful time i'm like we all had an awful time watching you i'm like you ruined (laughs) it for all of us but he's like no dude that was the greatest thing ever he's like let's do it again and i'm like all right man i'm like i'm always down you know i it Mm -hmm. depends though the other thing is make sure with the right people you're not in the right environment. It will not be a fun ad. It will not maximize the experience, you know, Mm -hmm. two, two things I really feel are, are important is the setting that you're in, you know, whether it be nature, you know, I've always prefer nature. I like to get outside. Um, you know, I like taking, you know, when it snows out, you cannot
1: beat a snowstorm and some mushrooms, uh, it, it, it must be trippy because I mean, snowstorms in general, I'll just walk outside sometimes with my dogs and just watch the snowflakes fall. Everything gets silent. So I can imagine that's gotta be like, yeah, my
0: brother and <laughs> I, uh, when we were in, I w- he was a senior in high school and I was in college. I came back for Christmas break and we took some, he got some a hand and hold of some mushrooms and we went to the movie theater. So we took them before the movie and we w- watched the whole movie. And so it's an hour and a half or so we're in the car afterwards. And I go "Dude, what did you give me? I'm like, are these like shiitake mushrooms? These things didn't do a damn thing. He's like, I know me too. He's like, I don't get it. So we're like, all right, let's go home. We'll, we'll, we'll go have a drink or something. Hang out at home. We're driving. I'm driving home. We get about a mile from my house and all of a sudden they kick in full bore. I look over at him and he is, his eyes are like this big because he is just memory Cause it started snowing on our ride home and that's what kicked it off in us. As soon as it started snowing heavily, something set it off and, and all of a sudden we went from like, it went from like, you know, normal, nothing, haven't taken anything to somebody flipped the switch and we went into Technicolor because the snowflakes started coming with the headlights and then other cars coming you know, when you when you take it, uh, when you look at light, it kind of does like the kaleidoscope thing to light. It kind of frays it out more. So when you look at you have headlights coming at you, man, it's just like a spotlight, you know, like a yes. like a lighthouse light. And and you're like, whoa. So we I'm like, all right. So we get home and he is like, he's like, I can't go talk to dad. I, I can't deal with dad right now. I'm like, all right, here's the deal. I'm gonna fall on the sword here. I'm like, we're going to go in the house. I'm going to go in the kitchen. I'm going to start talking to dad. You're going to sneak behind me and just go up to your room, shut the door and lock it. I'm like, I'll knock three times. And then you let me in. So I'm like, I go talk to my old man, whatever. Knock three times. And this dude is in his room with a black light poster and black lights and just in heaven. He's like, this is the greatest thing. He's waving his hand in front of his face and watching it. And he just had the, we had the greatest trip, but, uh, You know, it was the whole thing of just dealing with dad and, and, but it kicked on like that. That's what caught us by off guard. Cause usually, you know, they'll take anywhere from 15 to sometimes up to an hour to really kick in. Um, So what, one of the mistakes people make is they'll take the dose they intend and they get impatient 30 minutes in. They're like, "Oh, these are, these are duds. I'm going to take some more little do they know at about that hour mark, all of them kick in simultaneously and now you are dorothy in, in the tornado, and you are
1: going to oz that's interesting man and just the fact that you said the snowstorm when we were talking about like the pattern the lines on the road is there something because like snow falls in a pattern you know like mm-hmm. you, you can get hypnotized by it so there's got to be something with our brains when we see some type of repeating pattern like that that it just triggers that either autopilot, like we were talking about, or like this, it just kicked them in for you guys. And that's. Well, you think about it, it maybe
0: partially due to, you know, the hunting instinct that we have in us that we have to scan Mm -hmm. things right over and over and over, you know, you're scanning like a a woods or, you know, whatever you're hunting, you got to see the differences. And if you get that consistent pattern, it just puts your brain into a trance and you go to sleep. But yeah, that's, that's yeah. Snow does the same thing. You're absolutely right. You know, you look at, you look at, watch a snowstorm, you can get mesmerized by the snow. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll be, i say I'm guilty of it. I love going to the window, mm-hmm. go outside and just sit there and stare up and just watch it and it'll get you. Mm-hmm.
1: That's crazy. So what was, um, what are some of the most profound, if you feel comfortable sharing them, experiences you've had on mushrooms? This I would say, honestly, the most profound one was the one I, I had uh,
0: most recently, where it was basically a, this is your life. Um, mm-hmm. And it was wild because I closed my eyes and I instantly flashed to, I think I was probably about four or five years old. I was living back in New Jersey in, our, uh, our, our, in a house and I was going to pre-K. Um, and I, it wasn't, I was, again, I was aerial viewing the whole time. So I was watching myself. I was watching my life run out and it was memories basically of my life from pre-K and it went in sequential order. It would take me from pre-K to K to first grade to second grade to third, all the way up through college. It did every year. And that's crazy. And it was it,
1: like a specific moment in each.
0: It was something I'm... every year. Yeah. Some years had more than one memory or one feeling. Okay. It was kind of like a scene, right? You would go in. Right. And it would bounce you from scene to scene. It, it was like a movie reel. And and so my pre-K one was a, a a play that we did. And I was the ringleader of the play. And I, you know, I still remember the stupid hat they made me wear because I fought him. I didn't want to wear a stupid hat. In a bow tie, I looked like a retard, but mm-hmm. uh so, yeah, and so i was I was watching the play, and then so I went to kindergarten, and it was something in kindergarten and i and 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 some of the things I hadn't remembered, you know, honestly, I was like wow i do not I did not remember that at all that had totally you know slipped my mind, and it took year by year, right, and it 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 was almost like it was showing me who I was you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, and that what I, how I had lived my life was okay for me. Right. Like, cause I'm, I've been battling lately, whether I have like, not social anxiety, but I just don't like being in big groups of people. You know, Mm -hmm. I just don't get that. And I never have. And that's what it kind of showed me. Cause I was like, man, why can't I just go and enjoy like a concert or, just go enjoy a party. And it was because it was always like, even in high school, I didn't like going to, to big parties. Like I would go to small hangouts with my friends and stuff. And we did, we would do fun stuff, but I never, I I never wanted to go, you know, Oh, Johnny's having a rager tonight. I was like, I will not be at Johnny's house. You know, like I, it was always that way with me. And I always felt like, man, why don't you just want to do what, you know, what everybody else is doing? I never, you know, I never got that, that, that vibe. Like I always being in that crowd was anxious, man. It was just, I I felt like a lot of negative energy in that crowd. And, uh, and that was from a young age, man. That was from like middle school. It started, but I, you know, it wasn't like I was antisocial. I had, you know, I had lots of friends. I was hanging out with people all the time, but it was in smaller groups. And that's kind of what this was showing me. That was that like, Every level I went to, I had my close core group of friends, but there was always people in bigger groups that were trying to pull me in. And I always said, Mm no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to go there. I'm, I'm, I'm good where I am. So, and that's what this was. And it was the, the clarity of it. Right. Nico, just seeing myself like I, and, and, you know, looking back I went afterwards to my I told my sister about it and she's like okay let's go through some of the old pictures because she's got some of the old photo albums Mm -hmm. We start looking at some I started looking at some of the old pictures I had and and it's like yep okay that and and I because I remember me at that age and like I can't really remember even right now I can't remember what I look like as a five-year-old like vaguely yes but that then the next day I could remember to a T, I was like, Yeah, I had, I had you know this mark on my face or something. She's like, Wow, look at that! There it is. I'm like, Yeah, I saw it in the dream, you know, and on so uh, the man. trip, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, it took me, and and so basically, what it was, you know, and even up through high school, like I was, I just I didn't want to do it, well. and, and in college I was on the baseball teams, you know. And and it wasn't until probably my second sophomore year in college that I finally started going to more parties. You know, I got a little bit out, and he, but even then, you know, I was at a small college, so it wasn't like I was going to University of Michigan and one of those things. We're talking, you know, maybe a couple hundred people. So. And I did that for like a year or two, but then, you know, I got to, I got to my senior year and I'm like, I'm done with that. I can't do it anymore. And, and, yeah. and, and, so it was, it was a really, really interesting way of looking at my life and, and kind of showing me where I'd been, um, what I'd been through and, and kind of let me know who I was. Cause maybe I've lost touch with that. You know, maybe I was trying to do something I shouldn't have been doing, you know, or or going, you know, going in a direction I shouldn't have been going. And this was like, hey, man, this is who you are. Just stick with it. It is what it is, you know. And 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 if you, you know, I think it was kind of telling me if you just do what you would normally do, you'll be fine because you've been fine up until this point. You
1: know, yeah, that's that's so fascinating, man. And I think I think you really should if you can remember it. Write down every memory, oh,
0: you know, that's a good idea. You,
1: had, you know, and really just try to kind of piece it together and see where all the, whether it was like where you shouldn't have made that choice or you, that was the right choice to make, you know, that's, that's really fascinating. And I'm going to say another thing that you're probably going to guess what I'm going to say, but <clears throat> I think you're probably very empathic too, you know? Yeah, I never I never thought about
0: that. And if you told me that like two years ago, I would have laughed in your face. But the more I right. look at what it is and the way that I feel, you know, and the way that I've always kind of gotten that vibe from groups and, and large gatherings and stuff, I yeah, the more I, I kind of think you might be right as much as I hate yeah, I to see. admit it.
1: <laughs> right. No, I'm the, I'm the same way. If like someone told me that Two, three years ago, I'd be like, shut up. You know, that's some new age bullshit, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But yeah, with that woo-woo shit. <laughs> exactly. But it's like you, you see the woo-woo stuff, you know, that like, that the teenage girls post that they're empaths and stuff, but then you start really looking into it. And it's like you just have this intuition in you that you can kind of read a room. You can, you can sense people, you can get a you have a strong gut solar plexus you know you have a good connection to that and that
0: oh dude i'll tell you what i could predict when a fight was going to happen at a, pa- a party in college or high school mm-hmm. like i could i going into it that night i'd be like all right there is going to be a either a just a small fight or there is going to be a raging fight tonight and i'd be like looking and i'm like looking around and like as soon as i got that feeling i'm like dude we're out i'm like i want no part mm-hmm. of this i'm not getting involved in somebody else's shit uh, and I'd le- either I'd leave or grab my buddies and get out. And, and that was it. But yeah, now that you say that, I'm like, I definitely felt that. Cause that was one that was easy to feel,
1: you know, mm-hmm. that was
0: one that would just, it would come on you like, Hey man, it's about to go down. Get out of here.
1: I, I've been in that situation so many times. I've got a wild bar fight story. I don't think we'll get into it. Tonight, I'll tell you. <laughs> I think everybody's got a wild bar fight story, but, it was the same thing. I saw it happening. I was like, I, "We got to leave. We got to leave." And it just no one listened. And yep. Shit went down. But uh, yeah, no, it's because I'm the same way. I, I've always liked people. You know, I've always wanted to be very social, but I've also very, you know, from a very young age, just been very reserved. I've always like sat back and just kind of watched the situation and just been very observant. And you, you'll even notice it. I still do it today. Like if I'm on a big you know, talk show or like a round table and stuff. I just sit there and I like to listen to what everyone's saying. And then I'll just, I'll still talk, but sometimes I forget like, Oh no, say something now. If you don't say it now, you know, you're not going to get that point in, Yeah. but it's, it's, it's an interesting thing. I'm still trying to learn more about this empath stuff, but it's very interesting, you know, just that, gut mind that gut brain connection and you know I think a lot of it really kicked up when I went gluten free and started getting everything well there's really that sixth right
0: sense with... you know there's yeah. that connection around you that we get it gets retarded on a daily basis with your food mm-hmm. your the air we breathe the water we drink you know the medicines we're taken it's all just that disconnection right and, and that's where you know I've really you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to lie and say, oh, yeah, I got the healthiest diet in the world. But, you know, I consider at times, you know, there's days like, OK, today's a cheat day. I don't give a shit. I'm eating whatever I want and I'll pay for it tomorrow. But, there, you know, for the most part, we eat pretty healthy and, you know, and we watch, you know, what we're doing. Make sure we drink enough water. You know, you stay hydrated and things like that. And I think the more you're able to get back to that and get out of this material world, the, the closer that connection is going to be. Cause we're, we're just energetic beings, you know, we're just vibration and energy. That's all we are. And I think we, you know, especially lately, you know, the last, what, probably 30, 40 years have lost connection totally to nature, you know, as a, as a society, you know, granted there's plenty of people who are pushing it nowadays, but as a society, we've just trashed this place and just totally disconnected from it. When I think, you know, earlier in man, there was a great connection to it. And and it worked, you know, in, in together in this beautiful system. And I mean, you look at it from today's system, you get into, you start getting into post World War II, and there's nothing but poison. They've done nothing but terrorize us for the better part of 60 years you know, and try yeah. to kill us, try to make us live, live shorter lives. You know, there was no cancer back in the day. Where did cancer come from? You know, it's like cancer. Right. Wow. There's this crazy correlation between the preservatives they put in the food, the, the shit they put in the water. And all of a sudden cancer comes out, mm.
1: you know, you're <laughs> like, autoimmune. Yeah. Allergies. Yeah. I, mean, autoimmune I, I got autoimmune disease. disorder,
0: you know, and I know it's from all that. Cause I used to eat, I used to eat like shit drink soda, you know, all that garbage. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, But if you watch the marketing,
0: you know, and that's the problem in this country, the marketing is so deceiving and they're such flat out liars to you that they make all the good products look bad, all the bad products look good. And then also make the good products so expensive that you're just going to go buy a cheap, bad product instead. And that exactly. that in a nutshell is the game we live in, my friends.
1: <laughs> it is. It's crazy. But we were talking a little bit yesterday, I think. And it's like, I see this with my son, that, that connection with nature. And you were saying with your son too, like getting rowdy when there's like a snowstorm coming and that's normal for kids to do. But like with my son, man, he just, he never wears shoes and he's just out. He'll just go out and freaking dance in the mud. And it's like. <laughs> That's a beautiful you know, thing, man. It's it, you crazy, know, we should like... all we should all have
0: that mentality. You know, I, I know. mean, it's hilarious that we get to we get to a certain point and we are trained to think that that's insanity, when in reality mm-hmm. that's what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to. There are you know, I was, I forgot what I was reading a post today uh, that a friend of mine had out there on IG about talking about, you know, there are chemicals in the soil that by you physically working the soil with your hands, it's, it boosts your system, you know, it gives you something positive. And, uh, and I really believe that, man. And, you know, I started grounding a little bit this past year. Believe me i'm not doing it long it's like if i got the pup out in the park and i'm like oh i'm gonna be here for 15 20 minutes when i take my shoes off and just ground and chill and damn there's sometimes you do that and you feel great afterwards like dude Mm -hmm. just this energy is racing through you like man there's something to that and and then there's other times you're like i'm just standing out here with my feet in the ground but damn it feels a lot better than being crushed in those shoes
1: exactly like right now i'm not doing it because it's you know 20 degrees here but when i walk my dogs in the morning just walk out no shoes on and it's it's crazy man but like you're saying that there was a time when man was probably very much connected with everything they picked up on the vibrations in the world they could tell when something was going to rain i mean you see them talking about like native americans doing rain dances and stuff it's like were they doing rain dances or were they dancing because they knew it was going to rain? Like, (laughs) you know, so it's, it's just so fascinating how disconnected we are. And like, I'm noticing it with my four-year-old, he's starting to really, he's always been very self-aware, but he's getting really self-aware and starting to pick up on like the social stuff and like things like that. And it's like, I want to keep him in that primitive state, you know, as much as I can where it's like, no, dude, don't, don't worry about this. Don't worry about the shit you're hearing. And it's like, it's like, it's like in the movie Step Brothers
0: be that dinosaur, man. Be right. a <laughs> dinosaur. Don't never lose your inner dinosaur. You know, as much yeah. as I think dinosaurs might be a hoax, that's a whole different subject. But, you know, that the fact that, you know, and that's one of the things that I've realized lately a lot on my end is that, you know, I've always loved coaching kids you know, I've always loved coaching sports. I've always loved, you know, love working with kids. And, you know, it's just something that like, I never had to think about, I could always Mm -hmm. make that easy connection with with kids, you know, like, there was all I never had a tough time getting my message through to them. I never had a tough time, like finding out what makes a certain kid tick or not. And, uh, and it's just, it's one of those things where I, I feel like I can relate to kids better than adults. And it's almost like I'm trapped in that that version of me that I can't deal in the adult world, man. I got to deal in the, in, in you know, like, I, I what do I find fun? I, I still think fart jokes are funny, you know, like shit like that. Like, I I don't, I, my grandfather always said it to me. He goes, you have to grow up or you have to grow old. You never have to grow up. And I'm like, dude, that's the greatest because that's how he lived. You know, he was one of those guys who he, he was like a big kid, you know, always joking. He's always like, Oh, you want to go, you want to go down to the, the candy shop? We'll go drive down to the candy shop. And he, you know, always like the things the kids wanted to do. Papa was the man who, who wanted to do it. And that's the way, you know, I, I, I feel a lot of that in me that I'd rather, man, I'd rather just be around kids there's nothing that makes me happier than watching a kid smile or a kid do something they didn't think they could do, but they're, cause they're right. such fascinating creatures though on the other side, because when you get them real young, like where your son is, mm-hmm. ooh, they got some connections oh, that we know nothing about anymore. And, and they will tell you some, what appears to be crazy shit,
1: but it's real. You know? No, the stuff he says, sometimes we're like, how the hell does he know that? You know, he just yeah. picks up everything. Like, but I'm in the same boat, man. I, I was talking to my wife. She's a little bit older than me. And uh, <clears throat> like all my friends are Gen Xers, you know, <laughs> I'm a millennial, but I just, we, we were joking around. We are like, Oh, I probably was a Gen Xer that died in 1991 and was reincarnated <laughs> to where I am now yeah. because I just, I, I don't have a connection with anyone my age and i have never had that. All my friends have always been older or younger. You know, I don't, have anyone that's like that i graduated with i talked to one guy like that's it dude and even him i'm with you because from my whole high school i talked to zero people not a
0: person Mm -hmm. that i go to high school with do i have i talked to in over a year and a
1: half yeah it's fascinating like even my one friend i mean he's a good friend because like our our parents were friends growing up and stuff like that but it's just like when i really analyze our friendship we have nothing in common, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we're just we're friends out of obligation, but it's like I just don't have any connection. All my friends are older. You're what thirteen years older than me. Yep. Um yeah, it's older or like you know, dealing with kids now. Yep. <laughs> Having kids. And it's it's just an interesting thing to think about
0: because Dude, that's your that's your experience. You know, like, and mm-hmm. that's what I, why, like I said, I read those books, and I'm like, it, it totally changed the way I looked at what was possible, right? I'm not saying I, be, I believe, you know, one way or the other, all of it, right. hook line and sinker, but the concept of choosing when you come in and when you go. I, I now after reading that and really looking at it and looking into myself, I think, I think that's an absolute. I think you have, you have the opportunity to, and and some people don't want it right some people don't want to do it again they just want to they just want to stay in the misery that they're in and maybe that's also that that could be a ghost you know uh, idea of where they are they're just the people that don't want to do it again so they're just kind of like no 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 don't make me do it i'm staying here you know kind of thing right
1: but then that makes you wonder too like are some of these npcs we were talking about earlier are they just <laughs> Are they soulless people? I don't know, man. It goes so deep. I've never felt in my
0: life, Nico, like I do now, where I'm standing next to people that live in a totally different world than I do, right? We're standing next to each other in the grocery store, and she's in the COVID fear world is ending. You're a germ world. And I'm just like, man, this sucks that I have to look at all you wearing a mask. This is pretty disappointing, you know? Like- why don't you just take it off and, and breathe. And it's like, right. We're in two separate worlds, man. And, and, you know, i finally, I fought it hard for a good year. You know, I'm like, why won't these fucking people wake up? Like, why won't you want it to end? Stop complying. Like, you know, and that's what I would tell. I would fight, not fight people, but I go in the grocery store, like, take your mask off. I'm like, cause I, I'm not wearing one. You know, I'm like, take your mask off. They're like, no, 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 no. the sign says you have to wear one. I says, the sign says, I said, so you are ruled by a piece of paper that someone hand wrote that said mask required. I'm like, that's the authority. That's all it takes to take away your ability to breathe fresh air. She's like, it's, but it's a mandate. I said, a mandates only it's, it's telling you a recommendation. There's no obligation to comply. It's not a law and and people just they hear these words they don't and that's why the word magic thing that we got into was so cool right. because you finally start to learn their tricks and that's all it is they're just fooling you with words and terms that you don't know the true meaning of so you just go along with it cuz you think it means something different and right. uh and awesome. and I don't live in that world where just because daddy tells me I have to do it I'm just going to do it blindly I'm going to look into well is this the right thing to do? Is this, you know, why, why do you want me to do this? If you can give me a good reason and some, maybe I'll consider it,
1: but just you know, jump off that bridge. Fuck out of here. Ain't jumping off that bridge, you know? (laughs) Well, and it it goes back to being a little kid. I mean, the biggest question my son asks for every little, why, why? And it's like, we should start doing that more, but my biggest adding to that
0: memory bank, right? Just adding to the mm -hmm. database why another another entry let's go give me more
1: this is funny this goes on the word magic thing so i went into a store the other day and it says you must wear a mask to enter right
0: not when you're in there
1: just to get in right i i I took it i played that game
0: with target before they don't like it (laughs) Uh
1: uh-huh right but they don't do anything that's funny because it was it was target that i went into too so that's (laughs) yeah oh
0: they're 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 like they're little nazis about it like i'll go in with no mask and they're like, you need a mask to enter the store. I'm like, okay. So I'll go out to my truck. I'll grab a gator. I'll put it up and I'll, I'll walk in the door. And then as soon as I get in the door, I'll take it off and put it in my pocket. They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, it just says I need a mask to enter. It says, doesn't say I need to wear it in while I'm walking around. And they're like, uh, 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 I'm like, what? You're not going to let me shop in here. And they're like, just go. And I'm like, uh-huh. you know, it's, it's all it it's, takes because right, they don't want to fight you this- either.
1: Right. And it's just that simple. Yes. It's just that simple. It's just follow the rule. Okay. I need a mask to enter. Yeah. Okay. It's on. Yeah. Okay. Now that I'm in, I'm going to do my shopping and that's it. And just, I like the hatter says it too, you know, a lot, but it's just the joy you see or like when you look at someone and then you see them take it down. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, okay, we're making the connection. Or you see someone else that's not wearing one and you're like, at least, at least at where... least there's
0: another one in here, right? Because I, I walk mm-hmm. around like I, I go to the grocery store and I'm the only one. And it's like, what is going on here, guys? I'm like, do you guys don't realize we're we're 20 months into it? If you haven't died yet, you're not dying, you know, unless you're morbidly obese or or do have severe health issues, then you got to do that anyway. But all these perfectly healthy people that have now just sent themselves into fear into injections and they don't even know what they're doing. And they're, they're getting that short-term, you know, that short-term safety with the long gratification. Yeah. And that's what I'm afraid of, man. And, and, and that's what I tell everybody. Cause my, my, my brother-in-law had to take it for his job. And, uh, cause he's got a very you know, specific job that it wouldn't be possible to find another one and uh Mm -hmm. you know anytime soon and so he wasn't going to do that to my sister so he took it and he's like yeah man he's like he's like i just did it from he's like i would never have done it otherwise he go i go aren't you scared of what might happen he goes no i'm not even gonna think about it i'm like good i'm like i'm glad you're not gonna think about it because then you could manifest it but on the other hand right to have that blind just ignorance almost that you know, hasn't done any research into it. He just took it because he had to keep his job, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, man, I'm like, you know, you could have reached out to me and talked. He's like, I had no choice, man. He's like, it was either we lose the house or I get the jab, mm-hmm. very simple. And I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. man. I'm like, I, I, I feel for you. That's a shitty situation to be in. I go, I just pray now that nothing happens like
1: they say it's gonna happen. Right. Well, and I do think just from people I've talked to that have gotten it and the stuff that I do think that that whole there's three different shots. One, out two, there. three. Yeah. Yep. I've seen enough evidence for it just in people I've actually looked at. You know, they told me and I've looked at their little cards. like they, they all have different numbers yeah. on which one they got. And so it is what it is. And, and good for him. You know, just don't think about it because I do think there is some ability or uh there's some truth to that if you don't manifest it and you don't think about things it can like what they say ignorance is bliss you know yeah. you can kind of skate through it but yeah man we've been going for what almost wow. two and a half hours now oh, geez yeah <laughs> i just looked down because my my wife texted me and i'm like oh shit it's almost midnight but um <laughs> Yeah, we got to. Uh, we got to. Normally,
0: I'd, normally I'd be like rushing you probably at about a half hour ago, but uh, we got a snow day tomorrow. We got an email from the uh school, so I got my son tomorrow,
1: so I'm looking forward to that. That's good, man. Um, yeah, let's wrap it up here. We'll definitely do this again. This was a lot of fun. I, I yeah, can't believe is, it took this is long, long to... overdue,
0: my man. We can't go five months with this. Shit. I gotta, no, I gotta, we'll I it. gotta get with you sooner, but. Now you've drained me of paranormal stories, so we're going to have
1: to go another route next time. We're going to go down the spiritual route next time. Oh boy. You're going you're going to start pulling of- on
0: real strings cuz I'm a I'm
1: a I'm a freshie to this. Me too, man. This is all like I was into the fake spiritual route, the religion stuff and yep. then just started getting into some of the real. And I'm with you. I, I thought that's how you
0: got into it. Right. I thought
1: that exactly. was the door
0: to it. I thought that was the only way, you know, like that's all you hear growing up is, you know, you want to you want to find God. You got to go through the church. I was like, what? I'm like, wait, and then, I'm not finding God through the church, man. I'm going to try and
1: find him on my own. <laughs> oh, and that's when you really read the Bible. That's what it says. The church is in the heart. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a building. Yep. It, but oh, that's, that's another episode that we'll Hell go yeah. I, that I, I, we,
0: will, we will gladly go down that road. We get there because there's plenty of symbolism in that, too. You know, mm-hmm. with the body and everything like that, that we can get into. That'll be fun. Oh, yeah. But um, Matt, tell all the listeners where they can find you. If you type in The Great Deception Podcast, you will likely find me. And that's on Instagram. <laughs> that's on YouTube. Uh, 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 on Alt Media United um and you're on there right buddy
1: yeah i'm on alt media United yeah now.
0: so go and- check that out there's you know great podcasts over there and uh and yeah so that's where you can find all my stuff just just yeah like joe i love how joe and jen say it just if you really want to find me go to duck go and type in the great deception podcast and it should you should find everything you need to know for me but yeah it's real easy instagram youtube uh odyssey and BitChute. That's awesome, man. Well, and thank you Matt. for having me, man. It was great to finally talk one-on-one after, you know, 5 6 months of uh, Instagram messaging and everything like that.
1: Mhm. Yeah, it's it's funny, man. My wife makes fun of me. She's like, "Oh, you're talking to your boyfriend again." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, "Hey, man, it's not like that." It's Dude, if like my that. if
0: my shepherd wasn't so fucking antisocial, I'd bring her up. I would love to to take a day trip up there and let her fucking run around with your two because she's oh man it's a pain in my ass i can't take her around other dogs and it's not because she's gonna bite them it's because she's so fearful she just runs away from them she wants nothing to do with them
1: that's funny my female is the raises the she does
0: the teeth the lip raise where she raises her upper lip to show her teeth but she's not gonna bite she like as soon as the dog takes a step to her she bolts and she's like running and trying to hide behind people and stuff
1: oh that's but we got to get the together same exact some way. For
0: sure. In in
1: in real Definitely, life, dude. Not through this Definitely. meta shit. Yeah, but dude, my my dog's the same exact way. She's just all all teeth, you know, just growls, and <laughs> totally in. And then the big one, he's just he's fully retarded, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the big—that's the way. Button. The
0: bigger they are, man. But they're they're Something they're that. such
1: a loving animal, man. Nothing nothing more loyal than a shepherd. Mm-hmm. So on that note. Matt, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it's been awesome. We'll do it again real soon.
0: Yes, sir. And, thank uh... you. Cruelty and injustice, intolerance, and oppression. And where once you had the freedom to object, to think and speak as you saw fit, you now have sensors and systems of surveillance coercing your conformity and subjecting your submission. We need cameras. How did this happen? Who's to blame? Well, certainly there are those who are more responsible than others, and they will be held accountable. But again, truth be told, if you're looking for the guilty, you need only look into a mirror. I know why you did it. I know you were afraid. Who wouldn't be? War, terror, disease... There were a myriad of problems conspired to corrupt your reason and rob you of your common sense fear got the best of you and in your panic you turned to the now high chancellor adam Sutler. he promised you order he promised you peace and all he demanded in return was your silent obedient consent